RGD 1079 Life. James here with you, back with Denisha, all the way from sunny Melbourne. Denisha, hi. Hi, but it's not sunny. It's like really freezing cold there, just FYI. I was, of course, joking because it's never sunny. I was over there a week and a bit ago because I went over for one day to go and see churches at um, Margaret Court Arena just for the one day. And we were standing out on the concourse at the exhibition centre and I was dressed for the concert, not for the wait, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so I wasn't yeah. rugged up and stuff because yeah, yeah. I'd have to I'd yeah. have to carry the stuff. Yeah. So I was was there lining up and literally I was lining up outside probably six hours. Right. Intense. Yeah. And it got to a point where the people I was lining up with you become a community. You know, yeah, you in the time you're, that you're there, yeah. I was there from two o'clock in the afternoon, and. Um, when we got to about four o'clock in the afternoon, the sun started to go down. It got so cold, yeah. we couldn't talk anymore. Yeah. There, there was nothing to say. You can't, I think there's a certain temperature tipping point where yeah. small talk becomes impossible. Mm-hmm. I know, I agree. It is, it's freezing cold there. When I have to wake up like 3.30 in the morning to go to work and you walk outside and I think I actually just freeze up into an icebox and dad has to like push me into the car and turn the heaters on because I'm frozen and I can't talk to him for a solid hour until I'm like, okay, we can speak now. Like, can we Communication is fine. We can. This can happen. So. Okay, so I'm still stuck on 3:30. Yeah. So you're milking cows now? Yeah, 100. percent Like this is what I do. I own a farm. I, you know, milk cows. You know, I herd the sheep things. I don't really know what people do on farm. Now we've got a, a big show today. This is very different. Um, uh, we've got uh, a special guest here with us, um, Emma from the Adelaide Steampunk Festival. We're yes, going to talk to her. Me. We are going to. Yes, I know. You didn't know anything about no. this before you came in today, so it's all a bit. Of, now this is what we're doing. And then okay. we get. Then we go on road tripping yeah we're going on a road trip you know i'm going to document all of this i'm not even kidding this is what i'm doing today it's really so i think we're gonna we've never done instagram stories for rhd before this is going to no, have to be the first happening. one this is what we're doing we're yeah. going to document the whole thing we are joined by emma emma from the adelaide steampunk festival how are you going emma not too bad thank you now you are here today now i don't know how to do a short version of the story because the story's been going on for for a while uh you got in touch with uh 107.9 life you spoke to scotty from the good taste breakfast who's also the program director there as well talking about the festival can we sort of come on can we talk about this he like i'm sure like a massive bell in fact a large brass bell and we'll get into why that's relevant in a second. That's a bit random. Anyway, so it went off in his head because he knows what a huge fan of the genre I am and sort of come in and do something. But I hate just doing normal kind of interview sort of things. We've got to do something that's a bit more fun and that. So this somehow has turned into uh, 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 you saying, right, well, we can get you into... Well, first, okay, let's just stop for a second. What What is steampunk, Emma? Can we talk a little bit about what this is? What is steampunk and why is there a festival celebrating what it is in September? Okay, so um, probably first should start with that steampunk is a really loosely defined genre and that's one of the great things about it because it means that people can really take it on board how they want to. But generally it encompasses the steam era, so um, those 1800s through to early 1900s and um, it's with science reimagined. So it fits fantastically with STEM or as a lot of people are calling it these days, STEAM, which fits even better. Um, and, And so it allows people to to take fantastic parts of that time period but then to rework them into something they want them to be so lots of costuming lots of prop making lots of copper lots of um, technology that was at the time so cogs gears things like that 
So people who are looking for examples of what steampunk is, kind of as a, as a science fiction subgenre, um, where would they be most likely to kind of associate it with in terms of like movies or TV series they might have seen? Um, so this one's going to show my age, but um, Wild Wild West by Will, with oh, yeah, Will Smith. Will Smith yep, yeah. yep, that's a great example of it. Um, a much more modern movie that's coming out is your favourite stuff. Yes, Mortal Engine. Yes, yes, that's the one, that's the one. <laughs> but there's a lot of movies that sort of have taken elements of steampunk. So um, you've got some of um, Miyazaki's cartoons, so if you're fin- familiar with yep. those. So, so How's Moon yep, Castle? There's some classics such as um, 20,000 leagues under the sea mm-hmm. by jules verne uh you're here uh dressing the full in the full gear um i also love too that you've got uh the uh the, the sort of the hat but it's got the octopus in and the octopus and the kraken is also a big part of steampunk too i've never known why that is though is um, that the jules verne thing yeah yeah yep definitely yeah we'll get some photos anyway and get them going on the instagram and, and all that kind of stuff too because you look amazing uh, as you were saying before, I'm I'm really obsessed with Mortal Engines. It's a movie that's coming out. It's a series of books. Thaddeus Valentine. Hugo Weaving's my favourite actor as well. So, you know, who you probably would have seen from The Lord of the Rings he played. Elrond. Anyway, in Mortal Engines, <laughs> Hugo Weaving. Okay, we're going to have to come back because we're getting way too on. We'll get into this. We've got lots more coming up. Pink, Little Mix, Matt Marber. Right now, this is Francesca Battistelli. Arch D Radio. <laughs> 107.9 Live. We've got Little Mix and Matt Ma on the way. Getting very excited here because the Adelaide Steampunk Festival is coming up. It's on the 15th and 16th of September. Is that right, Emma? Emma, the organiser of the festival, is here. All done out in her steampunk gear. Uh, where we left off was that Emma has been good enough to, for the purposes of the radio show here today, to organise an outfit for me in steampunk style, very similar to kind of the style in which she's wearing at the moment, um, because I have this bizarre, overwhelming desire to become Hugo Weaving in the upcoming Mortal Engines movie, uh, which is being directed by Peter Jackson, who of course did all the Lord of the Rings movies as well. So it's a very, very exciting time. So can you give people just a quick idea about what to expect when they come to the festival, where it is and kind of what the experience is going to be like over the two days for sure so um the majority of the festival is held at the national railway museum in port adelaide so that's from um 10 o'clock in the morning to 4 30 in the afternoon both days it's really the perfect spot really is for the yeah. atmosphere of it yeah it fits the theme perfectly so and i think that's one of the reasons why um four years ago when they started the festival it started off there so yeah. it, it really does encapsulate the the genre And so what can people expect? So they walk in, what are they going to see? Okay, so uh, when they first walk in, um, so into the actual pavilion itself, uh, we have an ensemble stage um, where we've got some large... music acts playing uh, we've also got a speaker stage just next to that so where we've got some steampunk authors uh, comic oh, cool. book creators so all South Australian um, homegrown so um, comic book creators uh, prop maker demonstrations um, and then you walk through some of the trains we've got 26 market stalls uh, we've also got a um, another stage down the back of the pavilion so that's a busking stage um, and I have to stress that all of the music acts all of the performers have donated their time to help support the museum so um, you know if you're along don't forget to bring your coins and um, support them too <laughs> um, but um, uh, then we've got an artist alley uh, that has about 10 artist stalls um, and um, then we go into the back pavilion and we've got uh, pop-up barbers from the spot barbers yeah. um, we've also got some um, 
uh, body painting demonstrations. We've got some school music performances. Uh, and oh, we've, we've done a lot of work this year to bring um, STEM into the festival as well because uh, science, technology, engineering and maths just fits so well totally. with steampunk. Um, so we've got some lecturers from Flinders University who have designed a virtual reality come and try. Oh, rad. We have, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe so that. <laughs> and, and it's going to fit your character perfectly because it's a, a short experience of being a um, steam steampunk airship captain. Oh, cool! <laughs> so I was looking on, um, with the description and everything, there's heaps of stuff about um, murder mystery dinners and something about, okay, I don't know anything about steampunk, so like, don't judge, an entropy ball, like, what's all that about? Okay, so one of the things that we've worked at this year is although the Railway Museum is the base of the festival, we've also worked on bringing it out into Port Adelaide itself a little bit. So Friday night we have the Steampunk Entropy Ball. So I guess that's the, the start of the festival. Oh, okay. Um, cool. And then on Saturday afternoon, the art exhibition with the um, winners being announced at 5pm. Yeah. And we then have Saturday night at Mixed Creative. We have a, another evening event um, and that's from uh, 6pm till 12pm. And also back at the Railway Museum, there is a um, murder mystery dinner on the cafe car. Um, and the murder mystery dinner, I believe, is to raise funds for the Otis Foundation. So is it, So you say the cafe car, does that mean it's going to be kind of like a murder on the Orient Express style thing in a train? Exactly. So it, it's not moving, but it cool is, is in a, a dining carriage. <laughs> so... No idea what anyone's talking about, but it sounds so cool. But you know, you know, like the Agatha Christie murder, like a murder yeah. mystery on the thing. Yeah, I've yeah. always been obsessed with murder mysteries, and I've always really wanted to do one. So this sounds really, really so, cool. Yeah. So I, I have to stress with the murder mystery dinner, uh, there are extremely limited tickets okay. because it is, um, uh, you know, in a dining car of a train, um, and approximately half are already sold. All right, so we'll put the link up on our Facebook yep. and stuff. We'll be putting links for all this stuff yes. today up on that. And so jump get on, on it, like yeah, straight away. <laughs> Get on it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so um, we are going to uh, take a quick break, have some music, uh, and we'll be right back. And we are, I guess, starting to get into costume. You're already there, Emma, I'm but so I've got to come and join. you didn't get me a costume, James. You invited me here and you didn't get me a costume. I would be offended. Like I, I did I didn't even, I didn't even know yeah, about you. Like, you walked in and I was like, what is going on? And I'm offended. I didn't even know there was another person. I thought wow. it was just James running Sweet the show. James. Okay, well look if I look good, you've no, got to say I look good. You can't just no. be spiteful and say you no. look terrible. It's on now. Alright. Alright. So we're gonna do that. And then Denisha, we're road tripping. Yes. We're getting in the car and we are heading down to Port Adelaide. Yes to then do the second part of all this, which is the steampunk beard cut with Raphael down oh there God, at the can spot. Can cut your beard? No, because... That's, that's rude. No, I wanna, <laughs> no, like... Are you trying to say I'm not professional? Yeah, that's precisely what I'm <laughs> saying. Right, right, okay, more music. Uh, uh, we've got Ariana Grande, Nola Kahan coming up, but right now this is Little Mix and Cheat Codes. You're listening to Archdeep, 107.9 Live. 
Emma from the uh, Adelaide Steampunk Festival is here, and I'm I'm getting dressed up. This is am I cosplaying for the first time in my life, Emma? Is this is what's happening right now? I, I would say so. If you've never been in a costume before, then yes, most definitely. Mm, yeah, I'd say so. I probably I did costumes for like parties, maybe you know when I was a kid. That's not really cosplay though. If it's no, a, no, 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 unless it's really good. Is there a tipping point where costume becomes cosplay, or do you have to kind of be consciously aware that you're doing it in order for it to be right? Uh, you know what, and, and this is just my personal opinion, but I think personally it has nothing to do with the costume itself. It's whether your heart and soul is in it. <sighs> That's deep, man. That's heavy. That's I'm going to need a moment with that one to digest that. That's cool. So so this is very cool. So um, I've got on here, um, we've got, all this stuff's going to be all, all over Instagram, so um, you'll be able to see it. But they're kind of, um, I guess, the, the, the character uh, from Mortal Engines, Thaddeus Valentine, is a kind of an aviator, but he flies airships. And it's done in this kind of futuristic version of a Victorian era. So I've got these kind of cargo pant things on. Oh, my goodness. And, of course, the piece de resistance here... Get a shot of this one, um, Denisha. So this was something that uh, you and your husband made, Emma. No, 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 just my husband. Just your husband. Very, very talented guy. Um, this is a, a, you were saying that every aviator needs to have an air mask of some yes. kind. Yes, uh, So it's this very, it's almost scary looking in a way, isn't it? Because it's like, I guess it comes from watching Pink Floyd the Wall too much as a kid for me. But the um, uh, a, a gas mask uh, that's done with like Hessian, uh, on the kind of outside and all the rest is done out uh, to look like yeah all copper kind of parts yep. that's the whole yep. thing can you talk us through a little bit on how this this was made um, it, it's actually pretty simple so the the mask itself is just uh, I think like a five dollar or eight dollar mask that you can get from Bunnings so it already has the the breathing things on them okay yeah, um, yeah. and then it's just a, a little bit of a light fitting a plastic um, corner bend of pipe and a glue bottle um, that's then empty glue bottle that's then stuck on it yeah. um, I was about to put that over yeah, my mouth yeah. <laughs> whoa man well, um, <laughs> I don't know, it feels so good <laughs> <laughs> Potentially, there might still be some fumes because they were pretty strong with some hold. of it. So just you handle it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll um. <laughs> anyway, you first, Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> And then the rivets are just made with um, googly eyes and all the welding is ah. just hot glue. So. Oh, so hang on, so if it's googly eyes? Yep. Very cool. Yep. It, but no, it's an amazing looking job and the, and the hot glue really does have that sense of kind of like that old style welding yep. Yep. Uh, on it as well that just looks fantastic. Cool. So so I guess where this is leading, Emma, is that I'm, I will be coming to the Steampunk Festival in all this Most stuff. Most definitely. <laughs> so if you do come on the 15th and 16th of September, I will, I will be there amongst the gathered throng of people, which is very cool. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, mm -hmm. wonderful. So um, just a quick uh, uh, thing about how people can come, where to get tickets yep. and all that kind of stuff, Emma. Um, so uh, all the tickets are on Eventbrite. Um, so that's for the Entropy Ball, the Murder Mystery Dinner, the Steampunk Festival itself. Um, so I would suggest go on to Eventbrite and just search Steampunk in mm -hmm. South Australia and it should be first things coming up. <laughs> um, and, of course, you're going to put links up, right? Oh, <laughs> everywhere. So we're going to have links up everywhere. There's going to be lots of photos and lots of bits and pieces. Um, and we are about to go, Denisha, we're about to go road tripping for the we're second part of this. Because it's not just because one of the things that's happening is a uh, like uh, all, all, the, all the events that are going on there is a beard 
uh, cutting competition. Wait, 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 sorry, not cutting competition. So beard and mustache competition. Right. Um, but there is also a pop-up barbers who will do beard right. and mustache cutting. That's kind of what I'm saying. So it's yeah. like it's like who can come up with the most authentic or crazy or outlandish design of a beard or mustache in the steampunk style? Well, um, we're going a little bit tame this year, um, and we're focusing much more on that that health and care of your beard. Oh. So styling is important for some of the categories but we're also really focused on people who do take care of their beards so it's a bit like a best and fairest award for uh, a sports competition it's like going it's not so much of a that just looks great but how's it traveling yes is it (laughs) this is the first year we run it so you know we would love it if you want to really go all out with the shape and creativity of your beard this is what i'm about to find out because we're about to go down to Raphael's uh the spot barbers down in port adelaide now he's going to be the judge of this competition because he is, you know, with the spot barbers, well known for like real expertise in beard styling and shaving and all that kind of stuff. So I'm very excited about doing that because for the last six or eight weeks, I've been letting this thing on my face grow wild in preparation for today. Emma, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much effort uh, for getting all of this going. And I cannot wait for the Steampunk Festival in September. Thank you for having me. It's been fantastic. And Denisha, we have done our road trip. We are here now uh, at the Spot Barbers in uh, Port Adelaide. Raphael, the owner, is here with us. Hi, Raphael. How are you going? G'day. Nice to see you both. Fantastic to be here. Thank you for taking the time to see us today. Uh, we've just left Emma uh, for the whole thing with this steampunk festival that's happening because uh, a big part of it is this uh, beard, and I was told it's not a beard shaving competition, it's a beard grooming competition, and a big part of it is about beard health. And I've actually found, Raphael, interestingly enough, that keeping this thing, I've never grown a beard this long before. Serious? No, okay. never, and it's not even that long, uh, And uh, but it dries out so much keeping a beard healthy is actually a real challenge what what do you do to actually keep a beard healthy beard healthy essential oils um, beard balm beard oils it's uh, made a massive pop up on the market these days for keeping your facial hair lustrous Um, yeah and obviously outside uh, aspects of weather weather can play a massive part in drying out your skin it's all to do with your skin underneath as well with your your hair so healthy skin healthy hair um, diets and another massive major factor that a lot of people don't pay too much attention to that it, you can impact your hair um, but yeah base base is essential oils you know start off with a balm that can um, add a lot of moisture back into your hair and it's doubles as a styling product as well so there's, there's a good start <laughs> all right so we're gonna do this in terms of the kind of the steampunk style you're looking at this now what do you think what, what do you want to do Ooh, it's it's a tough one it's a tough one a lot of the steampunk guys from from what i, I reckon though they're gonna have some bigger beards mm, so you, you can get really creative with the styling so i mean we, we could probably shave it back a little bit and put some lines in here or something if you want to stand out a bit do neo-traditional I, I reckon i don't know denisha what do you think i, Should, I agree you need to do it I, I can think you go like the full the full mile you need to go like all the way with it in, in terms of kind of, because I, I guess it has to be in the, the, I guess the patterning and stuff like that in a way. 
because there's not a huge. I don't have the big Ned Kelly beard to work with. Yeah, yeah. So I think we're gonna we we might have to sort of shave back a little bit, like okay. bring bring the length down a little bit, so we can uh, put some put some bit of design in there. I guess. Okay. You know, if you're willing to live a little bit wild, go hard. Yeah, go hard. We'll give it a go. Yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Excited. Okay. So we were just having a little bit of a chat beforehand, uh, Raphael, about some of the work that you do here in terms of um, outreach work, uh, 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 pay it forward and those sorts of things as well. Can you give us a bit of an, uh, what it was that actually got you started on that and uh, and why you think it's important to, to do these sorts of things? Yeah, um, absolutely. So we started a pay it forward fund uh, probably over the past year. Um, we've had lots of customers donate towards that um customers even paying for a full haircut for for somebody else that's um, less fortunate so it's really taken off i mean at the moment we're, we're sitting at about a hundred dollars in the uh in the kitty there that fluctuates when people redeem a haircut or a service it goes down mm-hmm. and um people top it up as they see fit you know but um it started a couple years ago we originally were at semaphore yeah and um one of my regular customers, sorry, I keep moving on. No, that's okay, that's all right. One of our regular customers um, saw a fella living in the park around the corner from where we were. Yeah. And um, his name was Raymond. Um, he had massive beard, long hair, he was doing it tough living in the park. Apparently he'd been living there for a good six months, no housing, oh, wow. no job, made redundant, didn't have a lot, so he was camping out there. My regular, um, Ended up walking home, walked past Raymond, came back to the shop and said, hey, there's a fellow in the park, I want to pay for a service for him. Um, and can I send him down here? I said to him, look, we'll, we'll take care of it. Don't even bother yeah. covering it. Like, it's on us. So he went back and sent Raymond to the shop and gave him a shave, gave him a haircut, tidied him up. And um, he only had $5 in his pocket. He tried to pay for this. I said, no, like, yeah. this is, no, this is purely from us, you know. And... Um, yeah, you could you could just just from that you could tell that he was already feeling a lot more uplifted about himself, and that confidence is a massive thing for men and women. You know what I yeah. mean? So as as little as a haircut or giving someone a clean shave can do so much for someone. So totally. that's where it kick started, and um, we've we've done a lot of services. Some people are walk-in customers that are, aren't doing it the best that have heard about us through St Vincent's de Paul or um, Salvos. I don't have heaps to offer someone, but the little thing I can offer, if it can make a difference, then that's the job well done. You know what yeah. I mean? So, it's so just about trying to help people feel good about themselves. Actually, 107.9 Life, uh, we are here at the Spot Barber down at Port Adelaide with uh, Raphael. We're getting to the tail end of this cut. You have done something really wild. Looks incredible. We got there. We got there, James. <laughs> That's really going to get some looks at the shop this afternoon. I think so. I hope so. I hope so. That's the whole sort of like point. So we put up all the stuff on um, uh, on Instagram so you can kind of see it all in action. Uh, it was, you know, really, really amazing. Uh, just beforehand, as we were just kind of uh, in the song, uh, gentlemen came in. And it was kind of what you were talking about, people who are, you know, down on their luck, not so fortunate, who know that they can come here yeah, uh, in right. order to take advantage of, of that service. Yeah, so absolutely. How, how often absolutely. does this happen a day, do you think? Oh, look, it, it could be once a day, it could be a couple people a week. It, 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 it varies, you know, but it's, it's just having that service there and available, you know. So, um, yeah, this, he's uh, 
he's come in a couple times that fella because he's, he's learned that we do the service and it's funny he came in a while ago asking for for a cigarette I said look man I don't smoke <laughs> but I can trim your beard for you you know so yeah yeah he, he uses a service every now and then when he needs but it's good because that they don't abuse the service either yeah which is brilliant that's the that's what we're hoping for you yeah. know it's um, not the best thing when someone learns of a free service and they just they thrash it you know yeah, exactly. that's not what it's there it's for it's not the spirit of it is it absolutely great so thank you so much uh, Raphael for having us in today uh, now uh, people can find you you're here just kind of on the corner of uh, Lipson Street and Commercial Road is that right uh, oh no St Vincent Street St Vincent and Commercial Commercial so 75A Commercial Road uh, if you want to just even just to see this amazing place even from the inside and all the kind of stuff and these amazing services you offer thanks so much for having us and I look forward to seeing you again at the Steampunk Festival where you're judging the beard competition on the 15th and 16th of September awesome thank you so much James <laughs>